Welcome to season four of Exploring the Prophetic. We are on a journey of spiritual curiosity to see how God's voice can impact us and the world around us. I interview guests from every walk of life and background about how their relationship with God and hearing His voice has given them different opportunities and breakthrough experiences. This season, I'm also asking every guest how they got through a time when they thought they had heard from God or they received a prophetic word from someone else that didn't happen and how God helped them to resolve that. Come join our conversation on Exploring the Prophetic, starting now. Welcome to Exploring the Prophetic. And this episode, I'm so excited to introduce you to Elijah Stevens. And I just, this moment, got done with watching his documentary film that he just produced. And it's going to be perfect for you, our audience, right in lane with what we talk about, because it's called Sin Proof. And it's a case for actual quantifiable miracles. So like by the scientific, the medical community. And it's so cool because he takes us on a journey based on his own experience. Like he tells some of the pain of his childhood, why he needed proof and why he wanted to provide kind of a documentary story like this for the body of Christ and beyond. And he takes, you know, skeptics and I mean, the leaders of these groups of atheists, atheists and skeptics. And then he also takes people in the church who are, you know, healing ministers, and he takes people in the research community who are people who help to research and report miracles. And he combines all together in one film with his story of kind of being interwoven of, I'm on this journey of looking for the proof of all this. And he is someone that I really think is going to minister, especially those of you who are like, is there proof when you see these videos online of this person getting healed or this thing that's happening? Is there an, is there a, a a pressure to even provide proof or do we just life goes on and we don't know if they were really healed or not. And this documentary film handles the subject so well. Well, we're not going to view the documentary film together. I hope you do view it though. It's coming on September 14th, but what we are going to do is listen to Elijah and why he made this film and some of his own prophetic journey. Elijah comes from Bethel ministries. He went through BSSM, but before that he had his BA from philosophy from covenant college and BA from psychology from covenant college, as well as, he was deployed in Operation Iraqi Freedom. Uh, he's married to his wife, Allison, who's a vineyard associate pastor from 2005 to 2011. And then he went through BSSM from 2012 to 2015. He's an author of Leading Ministry Time, and he teaches apologetics at Bethel and equips classes at the BSSM to, to, from 2011 till present. I mean, this guy, is a, he has a master's of apologetics from Biola, a master's of science and religion from Biola. And he's just directed and, and uh, produced this movie, Sin Proof. And I think it's really right up our alley. We need this kind of film right now. So stay tuned for Elijah Stevens. Hey, my fellow explorers. We have a brand new book out. And if you've ever been given a word that you're a Joseph, an Esther, a Solomon, or a Daniel, you need to learn how to hear God the way that they did. You need to have that place inside of you that connects to God, that can believe for his solutions on the world today and for his problem-solving ability, his wisdom, his strategy. And so we've written this book called Wired to Hear, and it's connecting God's voice to your career and place of influence. You are gonna love this book. I wanna encourage you to get it today. My friend Bob Hassan, who does Exploring the Marketplace with me and myself, wrote this to take you on a journey of how to succeed in your place of career with God's voice and with connection to Him. Visit Bowles Ministries today and look up Wired to Hear or go to any bookstore you know and you should be able to find Wired to Hear. But get it, review it, and share it with someone else. Well, welcome back to Exploring the Prophetic. I'm here with Elijah Stevens and Elijah's a new friend. And Elijah, I just got finished literally right before this podcast watching the movie you just produced 
which I have questions. I have so many good questions because it was so good. And just, I didn't expect what I saw. I really thought this was going to be, this sounds really weird because I don't know you well enough. I thought it was going to be like a college project take on proving God and not really that spiritually intelligent. (laughs) 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 So so rude. It's not that I judge you. It's just, I see so much stuff from really good people that are really awesome, excellent people, but they can't translate it to film. And you translated this very complicated theme. To me, it was my favorite movie I've seen all year. And I've seen Marvel movies and I've seen other stuff and I just watched it. So this is my off the cuff, real reaction. Like, Yes, this conversation has to be had in the church. And you started, to me, it was like a moment in time where God started a conversation through your movie that I can, I can share this with people who are on different sides of the fence. Mm-hmm. And they, they can even be atheists and watch this movie and not be like, that guy's stupid. You know, they're going to be like, oh, wow, he's really thinking through his perspective. Wow, he's really on a journey in this. Wow, he really cares about this. And he's representing all sides well. Because you never disregard or dishonor anybody in the entire movie you talk mm. to atheists you talk to people the guy who proved peter pontoff i can't ever say guys pop off pop off you you talk yeah. to the guy who disproved him the magician guy i mean you yeah. talk to so many people that were not on the side of oh miracles happen every day and it was so cool i was like alive during the whole thing going okay what are they going to say and how is he going to pull this off and how are they going to you know and i didn't know where you were going with the film and then my internet disconnected and I was so bummed because it was the final few minutes. I'm like, no, it was, if you believe in warfare, it was warfare. Just kidding. But, uh, and then, and then I got to get back on and just feel the resolution of where you went with the movie. But first of all, I want to thank you for making the movie thank because you. I think it's, it was really profound. And I don't know that you realize how, um, how much of a conversation starter it's going to be. I think this is one of those before and after moments for a lot of Christians in the body of Christ. Your, your movie mm-hmm. is something that will help people to have tools to be able to communicate and think about the issue of healing and think about proof. And then second of all, I want to say welcome to the show and I'm really happy to have you. Thank you. I'm, I'm really happy to be here. So I'm mean, sure you screen this with friends and family and, and peers and people. Are you getting similar reaction to what I'm saying? Like are people just like, this is crazy. Yeah. I, I get a lot of people that like it and the best feedback comes from skeptics. Like I, I showed it to my lawyers because you've got to send a movie yeah. through legal and stuff. And they are not religious. And they're like, it made me think miracles could be real. And so, so cool. I showed it to other skeptics who are like, I cried. I had a friend that lost the faith and he was like, I watched this and it moved my heart. Um, he he didn't come back to Jesus, but he's like, it yeah. really made me think. And I, that's what I essentially wanted was something that said, hey, there's evidence. If it moves you, it moves you. But, you know, I, I, I think this stuff is legit. Well, what I liked about it, too, is that you weren't um, fighting for um, to show us the evidence. You were fighting for the process <laughs> of evidence. Sure. It felt like you were, it's like when, you know, Roland Baker says send proof. Um, and that story, which I won't go too much into, but uh, Heidi and Roland Baker, you use some of the stories from them at, at different points. And someone had sent him a note that just basically, please send proof. I just need to know. And mm-hmm. I thought it was beautiful how you told the proving stories, but you also were kind of pulling us back into, I love one of the statements you said is, we're supposed to love God with our mind. Mm-hmm. And it was so awesome. I, I feel like I, I could camp on that for a minute and just I had a, a moment with God in that because I've always felt that. Like I've always felt like mm-hmm. to me, one of the main ways that I receive 
from God is through my mind. And mm-hmm. a lot of people are villainized for that because you're supposed to turn off your mind and not be intelligence or not, you know, mm-hmm. you, and you address all that in the movie. So, so wonderfully. So let's, let's kind of go backwards a little bit and talk about why you would make a movie like this. Let's kind of start with your story and, mm-hmm. and uh, you're, you're making a movie about healing and a movie about proof to miracles. Mm-hmm. And why did you need to make this? Oh, I, I don't know where to begin in my story. Um, I have wrestled with miracles m- my entire life because, like I say in the movie, I grew up in a Christian home. Uh, I was really abused, um, made me question God. I started, I became a vineyard pastor. I started seeing miracles, but never seeing the medical side. And, wow. you know, my undergrad's philosophy, I've got a degree in science and religion. And that matters to me because I don't want to live a delusion. And then my senior pastor leaves the faith. Um, wild. I'm so sorry. Yeah. And he says, all of this is fake. All of this is a, a delusion and there's no evidence for God or miracles. And then that I went to BSSM and I just thought, I see stuff. There's got to be evidence, but people weren't tracking it back in those days really well. And so I just thought to myself, if there is evidence, I would put it in movie form because people don't read books. You know what I'm saying? Like one out of six people don't read after high school. And um, I, I prayed at BSSM, like God make me a catalyst for the next great awakening and give me a strategy. And this movie came to mind. And then I kind of put out some feelers, put up a website, it went nowhere. And then you actually play a part in this story in that I'm at my house and my friend, Brandon Showalter texts me and he says, Sean Bolts called you out <laughs> at Bethel. I said, I what? And then he said, no, and Allison. And so I knew it was me. And so I got in my car. I drove as fast as I could without getting arrested. You know what I'm saying? Like that level. And I got to the church and you told me my name, my birthday, Allison's name. I lived in Chattanooga, grew up in Georgia. And during that, I'm like, maybe some of this is on Facebook. God, make it clearer. And you tell me, hey, um, you have... Allison has an aunt named Karen and Karen has a daughter named Silky and none of that's online. And so I'm like bending over and falling over and God just opened doors after that. And so well, and I said, make the movie. Which yeah, yeah, yeah. God has commissioned you go make the film. Yeah. yeah, I could feel like there was a film in you. I didn't know it was this. I'm so glad that <laughs> I played a small, teeny part in it. But it was interesting because I love that the prophetic came when you shared in the movie that you were kind of at a discouraged place because things weren't moving forward right and it was you need a miracle for the movie on miracles to happen really and yeah, this is that, one of those tokens yeah that's very insightful i i hadn't put those two together but yeah that's, that's oh, exactly i just think that's how I god mean. is right like i mean i think like usually when i'm the most like involved in a project like we did a project on hearing god's voice on tbn and it was i felt like the least prophetic in that season i ever had and i have a show that's going on you know, international Christian, um, right. t- television. And I'm like going, God, why am I being so challenged with the fact that out of, you know, if you look at 27 years of ministry, this is the time I feel the least connected to that gift. Mm. 
because they were doing other things in my life. And also, and I wasn't even discouraged because I wasn't discouraged about processing. I just didn't feel connected to it. And, and I'm making a show on it. And I was like, I need to hear you. And I'm, I could spend all, the, our whole episode on that, like how God confirmed it, but I'm laughing going, you used your voice to speak to me to make a show about speaking. Of course you did. Of course, only God's like that. But I feel like, like it was so cool to watch you go after, you know, bonafide, genuine miracles. But even in that, the pro, there's no processes set up to really to attract miracles. So like going through the journey of like, uh, insurance companies and doctors and you know people and, and like mm -hmm. how do you you know there's even people who try and verify something and they would go well we can't really and so and you talk about all the the, the language behind that the different people different people groups have for that what was that like for you going through a disproving improving journey it's extreme highs and extreme lows like yeah. you hit seasons where it seems like every case like we blew through the first part of the movie and on two or three cases, like all most of our finances and those cases didn't work out. It wasn't oh, that no. I didn't think God healed. Like I think God healed those people, but it wasn't something at the level of there's no non naturalistic possibility this no. happened. And that's where I was trying to push each case because you want something that solid. Like sometimes God can heal somebody and you can go, well, you know, here, here's a great example is lady had an autoimmune disorder. She's dying. She's on hospice. She goes to Randy Clark, gets prayer and uh, is instantaneously healed. She recovers. And there's one journal article where someone was healed of that same autoimmune disorder. And so you had to cut that entire case, wow. even though wow. I go, look, this lady was healed in this time period and Christian philosophers and theologians would count it as a miracle, but I wanted something that the open-minded skeptic would go, this yeah. is pretty good evidence. So, yeah. Wow. So mm -hmm. with, with some of the evidence that you collected, um, was it, do you feel like uh, you were gaining more confidence that Christians are collecting evidence or do you think it were still pretty much at a uh, preschool level? I feel what has happened in the last five or six years is that there there is a group that is like, we will research this. But culturally, a lot of people go, well, I was healed. I'm not going back to the doctor. Why am I paying for doctor's stuff? And not really even trying, hey, if GMRI, which is our research search organization, will research you, they'll even pay for your doctor's bills. Um, what happens is people just kind of fall off the map. And so wow. I hope with the film to kind of transform our culture a bit, because we've got, I, I really put a lot of skeptics in there going, where's the evidence? Because I think that speaks to that community in, in a way that um, experience doesn't. And, yeah. you know, the early church melded signs and wonders and apologetics and that's how they transformed rome they became the yeah. religion of rome in 300 years because they had the mind and the supernatural together i love that yeah i think of paul all the time when i think of miracles mm -hmm. because he was such a sound-minded guy like he thought through the whole process it's like if there's holes in the process he looked for how his faith fills those holes. He didn't avoid them and just say, well, there's right. going to be holes there. You know, and I, I think that that was what was beautiful about this is it gave me as a 
person who's sort of intellectual, I want to, I want the process. I want people to mm-hmm. walk through the process and see, like we've, we've done these videos on verifying the prophetic words, like what was on the internet beforehand and what wasn't just so people can hear out there in the general public. It's been really interesting, the feedback from that, because you have the, the, the hater groups who are like, well, it's all on the internet. Well, here's right. the parts that were, you're right. Here's the parts that weren't. Oh, wow. There was quite a bit. Well, it's probably out there somewhere. Yeah, but we can't find it. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. And try. You know, it's like, it's not there. Yeah. So it's really, you know, it's really interesting when you have some level of proof or proving process, even if it's not, even if that one, you can't take all the way through to the highest educational levels, you can take it through the, you know, humanity. It's like, it, it helps people so much because it takes away the excuses of what, you know, everybody thinks when they're going through a moment of pain. Like if you start to experience a physical sickness or something going on in your body, you're mm-hmm. asking God to heal you. You've never seen a miracle. And then you start to, that becomes your story. Like, well, God didn't heal me. And that came across in your movie several times Like God didn't do it for me. So, and I believed, and it was mm-hmm. really, and so that's a hard one because we're so in the moment. We're so focused, self-focused or our worldview focused. And so to have a biblical worldview with proof was huge to me. That you were putting emphasis on that. It was so good. So kind of like take us back to you're making a movie. You know, I know there's that prophetic moment we had, we shared together, but, but what are the other moments? Cause I know you leveraged a lot of personal finances. You and your mm-hmm. wife went on the journey together. Talk about that. Like what, when did you know that it was going to work? Oh, I'm still waiting for that moment. No, uh, I know. <laughs> you made it though. You're finished. Yeah. Now you okay. know the world's going to receive it, but you finished. <clears throat> You were at the that place where some of those cases weren't working. You did, you you mm-hmm. weren't finding that part of the film easy to make. Mm-hmm. So when did you look back and go, okay, we got it. We we have a, we can wrap this film. Uh, when I saw the final product, um, wow. it it was such a drive, um, of just. I feel like God did two things in it. He did crazy miracles, and he let me kind of just fill the, 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 like, I need you to show up for long seasons of time in this. And there were times I couldn't find the right team member or um, we ran out of finances. It took a season to kind of me and my wife to process and be like, is God calling us to just empty our retirement accounts, which he did. Um, And so when we did that, like, Sometimes sacrifice is what moves the prophetic along. And like Jesus is king. Everything I own is his. And I kind of like that he just called us to lay everything down. And I got to know him through this process. Wow. Yeah. Wow. It's so funny because we sing those songs in worship times in every church in America, maybe the world. I give you everything, God. I give you everything. And then he asked right. for it. Like, maybe not. <laughs> Wait, retirement yeah. count? No, not so much. But you really did give God everything through this process. And so, mm-hmm. which is, a, and we're, we're at the beginning of the release or the launch of the project. So mm-hmm. we will see where it goes. But I know already that it's, it's like a seed that is going to mm-hmm. grow so broadly because of the subject. Because the world's hungry for, um, I would just say the spiritual intelligence that you gave through this process Mm. so when you guys were um, working on it what were some of your favorite moments where it was like this is this is what came Mm -hmm. alive for me one that came alive for me and this kind of brings it back to the prophetic um was that i went to call and interview a lady and i dial her number and 
Um, I say, my name's Elijah. I'm making a documentary about miracles. And as soon as I say that, her phone goes beep, 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 boop. And just the call drops. And um, she emails me and is like, call me back on my cell with a different number. So I call her back a few minutes later. And she's like, the moment you said that, lightning struck. Oh my and God. yeah, and then she was like, you're not going to believe this. But about five years ago, I was at a prophetic conference and a man um, came up to me. And this is all he said. He said, Elijah's going to call you and it's going to change your life. Oh and that's it. Gosh. And now, was so, this the woman who had been blind? Uh, it, it was a different one. Okay. Because um, that was pretty profound. Yeah. Wow. But uh, I, I feel that those moments would just flare up all the time so of God funny. just like, here's my grace. You need this. And yeah, yeah I, I, I like that about him. Now, hearing from God and his voice, because this is exploring the prophetic, but it's for all things, but sure. in the sense of what God's doing. But has that been easier or harder than believing for the miraculous, like in a body? Hmm. Um, I think I've had a good relationship with God going into this. Yeah. And so there's it's kind of like this. I was a pastor, and when you're in ministry, you're all the time pulling on the prophetic. Mm -hmm. And then you go into seasons of this is just the administration of making a movie. And then I would be pulled back into ministry or just be in a circumstance and the voice of God would be so much more amplified. And I thought that was the most surprising part is that there's this story of you kind of get rusty at the prophetic. And then I'm like, no, God's just taking me through different parts of learning yeah. himself. Yeah. And he, he doesn't turn the volume down. Um, he actually turns it up. And I thought that was the most surprising part. Oh, that's so cool. That's yeah. such a great description too. Cause I feel like there's different ways we hear learning God's voice and yeah. have been in prophetic ministry or in hearing God's voice for leaders and for people, you know, around the world for years. Mm -hmm. And there's been seasons where all of a sudden one way that I've heard God will ebb like dreams. I remember for a whole sure. season, I didn't dream for years. And that was like one of my most primary ways. It's the easiest way. Cause you don't have any work to do except for interpreting it. It just comes. And that didn't happen for years. I was like, what's wrong? What's that? But mm -hmm. I had to learn how to connect to him in a new way. And I think he's just so, he's so good because he doesn't want us to just do something out of performance, but he wants to, us to know him. And so it comes in different ways for different purposes. And also like, you know, you went from being a pastor to being a filmmaker, which I'm sure is very different. So it does like, you do have to learn how to maybe a new skill set and how you're learning how to hear from God for a project that involves sure. finances and people and schedules. And, you know, you have to have that divine storytelling come on you or else if the stories mm -hmm. don't come, you're in trouble. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Filmmaker. So was there a moment in time where um, you were like, okay, the stories aren't coming and then, it, and then there was just like a light that came? Um, this is kind of one. I don't want to give away my ending. Yeah. But the, the question that I was asked at the end, the spirit fell and like everyone in the room was weeping. And I would just have those moments a lot is that it's kind of like this. I kind of went through this process to where 
if Jesus is not tr- showing up on something or speaking to me, it's like, I trust you that you know when to be quiet. And I trust you that when the time's right, you will just blare your voice. And That's so, so yeah. now we're going into a season where all of my friends are just texting me dreams about God says it's time. And uh, I even shared a, a text in, in the paper I sent over to you that a friend said, woke up one night and just said, hey, I had a dream where I was talking to, to Elijah's wife, Allison, and uh, she said the prophecy Sean, or Sean Bolt said over you is coming to pass. And then her daughter had a dream that night. And then wow. two weeks later, my friend Otto has a dream. And he's like, this movie's co- going out and it's going to touch lots of people's lives. And so I feel God's just turned the volume of dreams up to 10 right now. That is so awesome. Yeah. Well, give us kind of a two or three minute uh, movie pitch, what it's about, and then okay. tell us how to get a hold of the movie. Okay. So the two or three movie minute pitch is. This is my journey of going to research to see if there's medical evidence for healing miracles. And so I interview some of the brightest skeptics in the world. Michael Shermer, the head of Skeptic Society, James Randi, the guy who caught Peter Popoff, John Loftus. I interview some of the best apologists in the world, Bill Johnson, Heidi or excuse me, William Lane Craig, J.P. Moreland, and then some of the best uh, healing ministers like Heidi and Bill and Randy Clark. And um, I also take cases, we research them, we put them in peer-reviewed medical journals. So this isn't crazy Christians just saying it's a miracle. These are peers that blindly review these cases and say, if this is true, there's no naturalistic explanation. And so that's what the movie's about. It's a great for Christians with doubts or skeptics who are open-minded. Well, it's great for Christians like us, who I think you need language. We need to get smarter. We need to understand how to have Mm -hmm. great discussions because you had great discussions and you never shut anybody down. You never dishonor anybody. Every conversation was like to learn as a learner. And I just Mm -hmm. thought, I mean, there's people on there that I, in that light of how you had a conversation, like I would love to talk to them. And in the light of how most Christians would have the conversation, it would be very polarizing, defining, and then shutting down as well. Because we'd have to, a lot of times Christians have to be the biggest person in the room where we have to be, have our our opinion is the last opinion that matters. And so we make sure we always have the final word. Mm. And you just did such a good job of letting their opinions be heard and stand and then make the story. And it was so, to me, it was like, it was brilliantly done. And I hope that everybody who's listening right now will go and see it or download it. How do people get a hold of it? It's, it's going to be released on send proof, S E N D proof.com. Uh, around September 14th, and we'll start a tour then as well. That's awesome. I want to encourage you to go to the tour, bring people to the tour that need this theme, that need proof. They need to understand that there's proof because even the skeptics are going to go, huh, because it's so well done. It's, it's, it won't uh, turn anyone off at all. It'll, it'll be interesting to everybody, even how it opens with all the stereotypical Kind of, I love the songs even that you guys picked, the stereotypical like healing ministers throughout the ages. And then it kind of goes into the more credible, like let's actually have a conversation about this. 
I want to encourage you to bring people because it will be a great in your family, your friends, it will be a great conversation starter or have host a group at your house, do a viewing party. I'm telling you, this is going to really make a difference in your life, especially if you've maybe done uh, some damage and how you've talked about healing in the past in your family or friendship circles. This will be the thing that can help you to now define, oh, this is what I was trying to say but I didn't say it well. So here's my apology. <laughs> let, me, let me give you this movie instead. I think it'll really help a lot of people, but watch it with them and have conversations about it because it's going to be so profound. So go to the website, get the movie, Elijah. Thank you for being on today. You're welcome. Do you want to be mentored in hearing God's voice? It's not hard, but it takes time, examples, practice, and conversations to really get in the place of being able to get revelation and also to know how to interpret and reply what God's showing you. I have started an online community through our platform, Transiting God Mentoring, where you receive weekly videos, weekly live group mentoring, monthly special events, and all of our past e-courses on the gifts, marriage, and relevant topics to your spiritual journey. Come join me and all my platform contributors to learn how to walk out a thriving journey of hearing God. Thanks for listening to Exploring the Prophetic, part of the Exploring Series podcast. These podcasts are made possible by generous donations of listeners just like you. Become a partner or visit us at bullsministries.com with your one-time donation today. Also, if you are enjoying the podcast, please become a part of our family by subscribing. Connect to us at www.bullsministries.com where we want to resource you with our articles, books, weekly mentoring, e-courses, and more or download our Bulls app free at our web store. We love to hear your feedback. Drop us a line and also your rating, reviewing and sharing makes such a difference in the world for people learning about us. Thanks for listening.